Welcome to Look at My Records. Woo-hoo. Very special episode <laughs> previewing the awesome Double Parked Festival that's going down right here, the home of Look at My Records, downtown Jersey City, New Jersey. Woo-hoo. On October 12th, whole host of bands playing. First artist we heard to kick off the show, Sean Kylie, Jersey City Zone. We heard his latest single, Monuments. And how appropriate that Sean Kylie is the first artist that will play because he's playing first at the Double Parked Fest. Anyway, let's get straight into it. I'm here with my guest and good friend, Eric Speck of Pet Shop. <laughs> who, hey, Tom. Thanks for having me, man. Who is organizing the festival in conjunction with The Archer, which is right across the street from Pet Shop. That's right. And it's really exciting first of its kind really in downtown jersey city there's different kinds of festivals that go on throughout the year but x hex is playing that's a big indie rock headlining act tell us how'd you come up with this idea and how'd you decide to partner with the archer as well in making it happen yeah so uh first off thanks for having me man this is great um really appreciative and uh uh i'm excited to talk about double park so uh I think, you know, we really, we've, all of us here at Pet Shop are really big music fans. Um, Dave and Shen played in bands, my, my partner's there, and I had record labels and, you know, uh, worked in the music business for a long time. So <clears throat> we always are excited to do anything in music, really. And um, uh, I guess it was in the spring, I don't remember exactly when, maybe May or something, uh, the Archer had a, a sorry, Lo-Fi Bar had a little festival up in the Heights in Jersey City, and our friends Rye Coalition played as did a bunch of other great bands, and we just had so much fun 
uh, my partners were there and were like, duh, why haven't we done this? <laughs> you know, like, why hasn't Pet Shop put on something downtown? So we were, we were like, resolved to do it. And uh, we kind of just, you know, we're really good friends with the guys at the Archer. They're great folk there. And, um, uh, they're right across the street from us, and obviously the Archer and Lo-Fi and the Heights have the same owner. So uh, we kind of just partnered up on this because, you know, they did something similar in the Heights, and it made sense. And, um, you know, those guys are also uh, big music fans as well. So um, it just made sense, you know. And it's really appropriate because I know just from our friendship that before you sought out the Pet Shop Venture, your original idea with Shen... And your other partner was to open up a music venue, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, yeah. We were looking to open up a two hundred, maybe two fifty capacity rock and roll room. You know, uh, very similar to all the venues that we go to. You know, everything from Mercury Lounge, the Baby's All Right, um, CBGB's, what they were, Brownies, everything. So uh, that was the template, you know, and. Um, we really tried hard to look to find the right place, and it was just kind of a matter of the wrong time and, and uh, wrong timing, I should say, because the spaces we saw, the ones that might have worked, we didn't really have enough um, uh, money or uh, something was wrong. We just didn't have the plan together, and then when we felt like we had that momentum, we couldn't find the right space. Um, so when we found where the pet shop is, which is uh, on the corner of Newark and Jersey it just made sense to have a regular bar and it was a great location and we were all kind of like, you know what, this will be fun anyway. Um, there, there you go. That's what happened. And it's a great success story. I'm sure <laughs> if you're listening, you've been to the great pet shop. Yeah. Uh, ranked number one bar in Jersey City <laughs> by NJ.com, I believe. Yeah. Still well. title holder of that. <laughs> and that's the... Uh, best list of nj jersey city bars <laughs> nj.com and so the curation of the lineup a lot of great bands i like that there's definitely a local presence but there's also a presence beyond that as well with bands like xx barry who are a great brooklyn band but there's also the Lo-Fi is a great young band from Union City. Yep, right up the street. Talk about some of the bands that uh, you sele- you curated for this festival. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Uh, Kent from The Archer and I are good pals, and we're both, you know, rock and roll fans. And over many beers uh, one night, it was kind of like, well, let's try to aim high for this. You know, like uh, there's a lot of festivals that happen in Jersey City that have great local bands, but that's kind of where they stop. It's just like... You know, you get to see the same bands over and over, which we're all fans of, right? But um, we wanted to aim high and try to get a band that's nationally recognized on a national label that uh, either either is on tour or you know would drive up for for the event. And we wanted to do that and really kind of plant the flag in downtown Jersey City and especially uh, specifically in our block. So that was the goal and. I'm a big Helium fan from back in the 90s. You know, I, I saw Helium play. I actually booked them once at a little venue in Portland. Um, Mary Timoney's amazing, and it just came up that they were available. They're in D.C. now, and it was a no-brainer. Like, all of us really love them. Um, so we were really excited when that came together. And the other bands on the bill, I mean, we, you know, honestly, it's a really diverse bill, and... It just kind of worked out that way. I feel like all the bands complement themselves, uh, complement each other really well. 
you know, Barry is uh, kind of blowing up, right? I mean, they're uh, in Brooklyn, and I know they sold that Rough Trade, and they've got um, a lot of momentum. And um, same booking agent, or same booking agency, I should say, so that was kind of easy. But uh, they're a different style, you know, they're very dreamy and um, a little different. Yeah, very from, melodic. Exactly, yeah. So uh, it just kind of worked out that, that we got a, a, a really good, diverse lineup as far as, like, everything under the rock umbrella goes, you know? Yeah, it's definitely for everyone if you're a fan of indie rock noise yeah uh post hardcore <laughs> we got glazer Garage from Pop. new brunswick yep. new jersey one of the great band great yeah. underrated bands in our local scene i'm a huge fan yeah. and they're great people as yeah. well and so you know the local bands like um sean kiley lo-fi's uh, glazer Crazy in the Brains, those bands have all played Pet Shop, and they've played all around town, right? Um, so we're really excited to have them because it feels like we're really supporting the scene, and plus they're great artists, you know? They're all sort of different, uh, but they're all really accomplished and, and hardworking, and they really uh, add a lot of character to the music scene in Jersey City. Yeah, and we also got Baby Shakes on the bill, and they just released a brand new record called Cause a Scene. Love their power pop sound. They love Rickenbacker guitars, bubblegum punk, yeah. I like to say. Yeah. So it's going to be great to see them on the bill as well. Yeah, they're a lot of fun. They're a lot of fun. Um, I love their guitar riffs, and they've got such a, like, they're, they're a great barbecue band, you know? Like, I think people are really going to have fun dancing to them and hanging out. They also will be playing from 3 to 6 p.m. when Todd... Tadaphonic Todd from WFMU will be broadcasting their set. Very nice. About that. This is interesting. So, part of the Double Parked Fest will be broadcast live on WFMU. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, Tadaphonic Todd, good fan, good friend of ours, and uh, obviously the infamous DJ uh, at WFMU. He's his show will be broadcast from three to six, and and on his show we Barry and uh, Baby Shakes. Excellent. So, there's also going to be DJ sets, right? Todd will be DJing. Yep. And anyone else going to be DJing? Yep. So, Todd's going to DJ, um, obviously, during his show, 3 to 6 p.m., and then from 6 to 9. Uh, but starting off the day is a really cool, um, somewhat experimental DJ collective in town uh, called, called Sound in Color. And we've done multiple events with them at Pet Shot. And it's, uh, they've got really interesting... Uh, setup, you know, there's sort of a revolving door of of DJs and musicians that are in this collective, and they do a lot of interesting stuff, kind of genre bending, somewhat hip hop based, somewhat just more, um, you know, sound collective. Uh, it's it's sound design rather. It's really cool. Anyway, th they're going to start the day uh, noon to three. Excellent, and. This is interesting because it's a fall outdoor yeah, festival. Exactly. Why'd you guys decide to do it in October instead <laughs> of maybe waiting until next summer when a lot of the festivals go on? It does make it stand out, definitely. Um, that's a good question. I'm not quite sure. I think we just kind of wanted to do it. It was yeah. just like, why wait? Uh, if we can pull it off soon, let's try. And uh, you're right, there was not a ton other than Tony's thing, and there's a couple of small things. There's All About Downtown, of course, which just happened, which was enormous. Uh, and then there's, you know, the Ghost of Uncle Joe's, and uh, we just thought we could probably pull it off before the end of the year. And really, I don't think you want to do it in November, right? So it's like October's the last um, 
last time of the year that it could potentially be nice. You know, we're still crossing our fingers and hoping that it doesn't rain and it's not like freezing. Speaking of festival, like all about downtown, is there any other stuff that's going to be going on with this festival? Uh, vendors, food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beer, of course, there'll be beer, I'm sure. Lots of beer, lots of (laughs) beer, yeah. Pet Shop and Archer will be selling all the beer and alcohol. Uh, We actually, Kent from the Archer got this uh, uh, monkey shoulder promotional cement mixer where they, they mix drinks in the cement mixer it's pretty cool it's pretty funny uh so that will be parked at the end of the plaza and be you know we'll be making drinks from that um we also got milk sugar love who's a um little shop in town and they have a truck as well they're going to be selling all sorts of delicious sweets <laughs> and uh we have iris records uh, selling themed, records that's right there's going to be a record tent and uh, they're actually um, taking, uh, they're, they're marking down their stock 10%, so it's going to be a big sale, and they're giving that proceed, those proceeds to Liberty Humane Society, who will also have a, a tent at the uh, festival as well. So, trying to do the right thing here and uh, donate to Liberty uh, Humane Society, and also, you know, provide some good uh, food and records and everything else. Wonderful. <laughs> so let's go through the lineup again. We have kicking off the festival. The first song we heard to kick off the show. Local singer-songwriter Sean Kiley, beautiful songwriter. We also have the Lo-Fi's, great young local band from Union City, New Jersey, who've been on this show before. Actually, the second ever band on this program. Second band, really? Yeah, second wow. ever band on the Look of My Records program. That band has so much potential. They're great. They have so much potential, especially because I feel like their guitar work is excellent, you know? And they're so young, too, right? Oh, for sure. Um yeah, that we're really excited to have them. They're all, they've also played our uh, bars, both of our bars, and uh, they're part of this scene definitely. Even though they in Union City, which is right up the road, um, but they're down here all the time, and they're great kids. They play in the city a lot too. They play in Queens. They played Trans Picos a lot. I'm sure they've played Sunnyvale a bunch of times too. Cool. So they get around, yeah. and they're they're well known in Brooklyn as well, not just New Jersey. So they're very up and coming, and I love their sound which reminds me of early real estate beach fossils dive type of sounding band i can see that i can see that although they've got like kind of active guitar riffs too which is cool um is it crazy to say that some of it reminds me a touch of the feelies a little bit a little bit they're from these guys are from new jersey man so it's seeped in the dna that's right that's right it's in the water as well yeah no i'm excited man they're a really good band and i i think that they if they keep at it they're gonna definitely get pretty yeah and let's uh let's talk a little bit about glazer another band that's been on this program before as well actually exactly a year ago about Ah. because i had them on in conjunction with the north jersey indie rock fest which was happening at white White eagle Eagle. hall last year yeah unfortunately that fest is no more really already it's nice that this is kind of you know sliding into that slot that that left vacant and it's outside too so it's a bit of a different element i don't want to detour the conversation but what happened to that festival i I don't know i think Mm. they just kind of didn't want to do it anymore all right well hopefully we can carry that torch yeah carry that torch man and it's a a great name 
I'd say it's a better name. You know what? Double That's, Park Festival. That is all Kent. Kent uh, from The Archer yep. came up with that name, and he knocked it out of the park. I agree. It's a really funny name. It's a good name. It's a great name. <laughs> and also, can I, I want to give a plug out to Matt Caputo, who is a local artist that did our uh, poster art and everything. That guy is an incredible artist, and he's he's the best. He does. You probably have noticed he does a lot of the art around town for a lot of the events. So he's definitely out there and active in Jersey City, and he's just a really versatile and really talented artist. Yeah, Glazer, Glazer, New Brunswick, New Jersey's own Glazer. They're a big part and of I the think, New Jersey music scene. I think one of them lives in Jersey City as yeah, well. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah, great band. You know what? They remind me of a 90s band a lot. Oh, yeah. Like a very, like a early Sebado in a lot of ways. Kind of noisy yet melodic. They remind me of a band that would be on Discord Records in the late 90s. Oh, yeah, you maybe. know what I mean? Touch kind and of go, like a t- Discord. Yeah, exactly. I see it as a touch and go band for sure. Yeah, they've got a lot of noise, but that there's there's melody in there. There's good song structure. A lot of potential with that band. Reminds me like Polvo kind yeah, of yeah, stuff I could like see that. that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they are incredible. They're also very inc- interconnected with the in the West DIY space ah. in New Brunswick, New Jersey. So oh, they're doing cool. good things. Yep. And Baby Shakes. This is a great time to be Baby Shakes because they just put out a great new record called Cause a Scene. Yeah. It's really, really good. Yeah, that track is really good too. Cause a Scene. We Total party it. track. Total party track, yeah. They'll, they'll bring the party for sure. <laughs> We're counting on it. <laughs> They're gonna, and it's gonna be a lot of fun. I say let's play a couple of songs and then we'll come back and talk a little more. Since we played Sean Kiley already, let's let's play the Lopez, let's play some Glazer and it. Baby Shakes as well. I love it. I'm saying let's play Cause a Scene. Cause a Scene. The title track, Lopez, Lemon Queen. Great song as well. And from Glazer's 2017 album, On a Prairie, Live in the Dirt, Making This Shithole a Shit Home. <laughs> Great song. And... The Lo-Fi's song, Lemon Queen, is from an EP that they just put out this year, earlier this year as well. It's called Movement of Speed. And as I already mentioned, Baby Shakes, Cause a Scene, the title track is off of Cause a Scene, which came out like a week and a half ago. So if you haven't heard it, enjoy. Get excited for the Double Parked Festival. All three bands will be playing. It's time to get pumped. On October 12th, starts at noon. Roll out of bed on a Saturday and walk on over to the intersection of Newark Ave and Jersey Ave. This is Lemon Queen by the Lo-Fi's.
We're back, motherfuckers, <laughs> playing tunes from bands That's right. that will be performing at the inaugural Double Parked <laughs> Festival here in beautiful downtown Jersey City. We heard Lemon Queen by the Lo-Fi's off of their brand new EP, Movement of Speed. We heard Cause a Scene by Baby Shakes off of their brand new LP, cause a scene and we heard making this shithole a shit home off of glazers 2017 lp on a prairie live in the dirt it's funny when they were on the show last year they said oh it could be live but it could be live in Ooh, the dirt. Yeah, that's right. and they're like we're not telling anyone which one it is <laughs> i think they're both pretty cool yeah 2017 album released on state champion records Hey, so. Yeah, good stuff, right? We were talking during the break a little bit. Jersey City's changing a bit. There's new, dare I say, Hoboken-y places opening up, and there may be more coming. And Pet Shop opened up around the time where more of those places were sprouting up, but Pet Shop is very, very different. So is the Archer Bar as well. And... Tell me a little bit how you feel about the changing scenery in Jersey City and what do you hope Pet Shop 
uh, does going forward. I yeah, guess. yeah. So <clears throat> one of uh, the things that Archer and Pet Shop both wanted to achieve with this festival is to sort of highlight our singular block, right? Newark Avenue between Jersey and Barrow and the kind of bars that we are has a little bit different of a crowd. You know, it's more of a, it's less of like a nightclub dance crowd, less of like a party crowd like that. So a lot of the bars that are opening up in town, like you mentioned, are drawing that Hoboken type of scene. And I don't know, I think we wanted to, to differentiate a little bit and show that there's still bars out there that are rock and roll bars that appreciate that culture that you know like live music that want to support uh live music and the rock scene so that was one of our goals you know and i'm really really glad that it's come together you know we've been able to showcase the great local bands that we were talking about and also pull in some brooklyn bands and a national band and really try to make it something special that can hopefully speak to everyone that's into that kind of music you know yeah, for sure. But yes, to answer your, or I guess to address your first point, Jersey City is changing. I've been here 12 years just about, and uh, my partners at Pet Shop have been here way longer. I think Dave is like probably like 17 years, and Shen is probably 20, something like that. So wow. those guys have seen a lot of change in Jersey City. But when I moved here, it was there, were, there was one bar on the block, and it was LITM. Uh, LITM is Skinner's. That's it, you know, and it was a very different scene. You know, there was house parties. There was a different vibe for going out and the art scene and the music scene. And, and now you've got, it seem, almost seems like there's two bars opening, you know, a month. <laughs> there's so much development, right? And I think this is our way of trying to help uh, keep an art and a music scene alive in Jersey City amongst all this new development, all the luxury condos. Yeah, Archer regularly has live music too. I know they have bluegrass yeah. every Wednesday that Sean Kiley plays plays in, and Pet Shop regularly has live music, be it Thursday nights on the main floor. I know um, Super Snake played last night. Yeah, I believe too. Very rare weekend show. Yeah, we normally do uh, weekday shows in the basement and in, in the wine bar, PS Wine Bar, and uh, we'll do shows upstairs once or twice a month. But, you know, they're pop-up shows, right? We're, we're not a, a, a real venue, so to speak. So we're just excited to have really, you know, DIY slash punk rock shows upstairs. Have Dance and Tony and, and, uh, and Neil do sound and, uh, you know support local bands there's a there's a lot of great bands we we uh, pluck from asbury park new brunswick as well as jersey city to play upstairs i'm interested maybe a bit of a technical question but you did seem to get this together pretty quick yeah and working did. with the city was it easy to work with the yeah. city to get the necessary permits to do a festival like this surprisingly incredibly easy wow that's great <laughs> yeah, that's really great i didn't i expected way worse and it it was it's been totally no problem so far um and mctiernan at the uh culture affairs fairs office was great she's super organized very on top of her stuff and very friendly and very supportive and everybody frankly that we've dealt with has been great so yeah, so far so good. I mean, it, it did come together very quickly. Uh, you mentioned like it's interesting that we tried to do it 
you know, this year instead of postponing. I was a little worried about that myself because there's so many small things you forget about that you got to coordinate. And even the big things like getting the getting the name of the festival, we were scrambling till the end there and then getting the art and, you know, getting all the bands booked, like bands book out like four months yeah. ahead of time, you know? So, um, but hopefully we're pulling it off. <laughs> we shall see, right? You're definitely pulling it off. And do you foresee this happening again next year if it's successful around the same time, making yeah. it an annual thing? Yeah, you know, we really want to make this an annual thing. Um, I think that the Archer, Jesse and Kent from The Archer, and, you know, myself and Shannon, Dave and Lindsay and everyone from Pet Shop, we all have the right attitude about it, which is we're not really trying to make a lot of money here at all. I don't even know if we will make money. It's really about. Uh, trying to do something cool, trying to brand our two bars, trying to support music and arts in, in downtown. So if we do make money, that's gravy. You know, that's that's extra. Um, but it, as long as we have that as our goal, then I think, you know, we, we're likely to achieve that and want to do it again. So the idea is, yes, we want to repeat next year. Awesome. 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 And we'll call it Triple Parked. Triple parked, quadruple <laughs> parked. And this is going to be, logistically, for people that have walked by Pet Shop, it's going to be in the pedestrian walkway right out front of Pet Shop. Yep. It's going to be uh, just that block. The stage is going to be closer to the Morley's building, so uh, closer to Barcade, and it's going to be facing towards Jersey. Yeah, it's a little different, right? Like most of the time, I think the Jazz Fest, their stage was right in front of Pet Shop facing the PATH train. So um, it's reversed now, which is interesting. It's, it's slightly awkward, but also kind of cool because there's going to be a lot of room in front of the stage and hopefully there'll be a lot of people. So we'll see. And, you know, one other thing I wanted to call out too is uh, our good friend Dance and Tony will be uh, emceeing the uh the day as well so we'll see him around he's going to help us with stage managing and running the show and he's you know he's we're tight with him he's a great guy he's really the heart and soul of jersey city in so many ways so we're psyched that he's gonna be around and help out great guy he runs fun and he has a pa system right. that gets passed around town <laughs> yeah, does, for right. anyone that needs it That's which right. is really uh, thoughtful and generous of him when you think about it because that's expensive yeah. equipment but he really is invested in making sure great stuff happens he's in invested absolutely right he's invested in jersey city invested in the jersey city scene he books fm he's really the the, the type of guy that um you know embodies this town and uh, it's he's an important part of the Jersey City music scene, for better and for worse. But um, we're all friends with him and excited to have him involved. Awesome. And now let's talk a little bit about the rest of the bands playing the festival. We have Ice Balloons. Tell me about Ice Balloons. I'm somewhat familiar with this band. They played in Brooklyn a couple of months ago. And I remember reading about it and then listening to their music i believe it includes members of tv on the radio and deer hoof possibly i'm not sure um definitely kip malone from tv on the radio and you know to be honest i really discovered them recently too and i'm totally into it i think they're super interesting and really cool and you know we talked about a lot of 90s music that's very much my sweet spot and they remind me a lot of like noisy noisy 
rock bands from that era. I would say definitely Touch and Go, possibly Amrep, uh, Amphetamine Reptile. So uh, they they speak in a currency that I understand, you know. Um, they have great songs. I think they're definitely getting popular. They're a Brooklyn band, you know. Uh, we're excited to have them. <laughs> Most recent release, Body in the Park, a single, 2019. Yeah, Vicky Do Down and Body in the Park yeah. is the B-side. Yeah. Who else we got playing the festival? We have Barry. Very different from Ice Balloon. It is. They're very different. And hopefully it works, though, for an outdoor party thing where you can come and go because we, we wanted some good diversity. But Barry just write really good, dreamy pop songs. And I think it'll be it'll be good to, to, to have it a essentially an outdoor cookout which in a lot of ways this is you know and barry interestingly enough was a band but they recently announced that they're scaling down to the front person's solo project basically so i i'm not sure what that means but it's the same music still yeah we made an announcement yeah so i'm sure she still has the same backing band but Barry is just her project now, instead of like a full band. Interesting. So maybe there's hired guns, and that's kind of the yeah idea. one of those one of those situations. But yeah. Barry released their debut record yeah. this year called "Happy to Be Here." Yeah, it's a good one. I have it on vinyl. Mm-hmm. You'll be hearing the wax when we play <laughs> a song from that record, people, listeners, and of course. We also have Crazy in the Brains local legends. That's right. Absolutely local legends. They put on a raucous live show. I always enjoy seeing them. And they're just, to me, a straight up pure blooded punk band, man. Yeah. That's how I describe them to people. I'm so psyched that they're playing. I think they're a fantastic band, and I think they need more attention uh uh outside of jersey city um i agree with you they're they're they've got such exuberance and energy uh they're a great punk band but they've also got awesome melodies and a lot of good songwriting and i love that they use a xylophone uh they've got such an interesting um sound i think and it's it's really unique and cool um i'm excited dude fun fact that guy that plays the xylophone is cousins of a friend of mine from high school (laughs) and i didn't know it until we were at our friend's bachelor party in march and he said to me his name's chris sauer you know i have this he he knows i have this podcast and he knows i live in jersey city and he's like oh do you know crazy in the brains i'm like yeah he's like oh my cousin's in it and i was Uh like you're right he looks exactly (laughs) like you that guy and it totally came together and Crazy in the Brains, about a year ago, released their most recent LP. It's called Into the Ugly, and it's a good one. Yeah, those guys are excellent dudes. Um, they're real committed to being a band and to um, you know to the scene, and they're just a lot of fun too. They're they're a ton of fun live. You know, I've seen them a, a bunch in town, and I'm really hoping that for our little part, we can help their help them. 
uh, in their career as well. You know, I'm, I'm psyched to have them play in between X Hex and Ice Balloons, which are two fantastic and I would say nationally recon- recognized bands, especially X Hex. So, um, but yeah, they also bring such a great energy. I think it'll be a good uh, primer for X Hex. And XX the Headliners, they also put out a new record this year, their second one. I loved their first record, Rips, and their latest record, It's Real, just as good. They are a wonderful trio, great songwriting, really solid power pop songwriting as well. It's got a lot of a 70s vibe, though, yeah, too, doesn't definitely. it? Um, Mary Timonese is incredible i think she's a, a, a an awesome musician and like i said i mean I, I was so into helium back in the day and and uh i like all her bands and i think she's she was an autoclave i believe right um they're just she's just an, a great songwriter and she's got great guitar riffs if you listen to it like i feel like it does she's a really good guitar player yeah yeah uh and it's also there i think she's down in dc now and um I think that it, it'll be great to have an out-of-town band, you know, come and play an outdoor festival in Jersey City, and hopefully everyone will support that. Uh, we're excited for that. Me too. And what were you looking for when you were deciding on a headliner like X-Hex that you wound up selecting? Um, I, we just wanted someone really good. It was just really yeah. about getting someone that we all dug. There's a lot of cool festivals in Brooklyn that we all go to, you know, and um, uh, they, they're really creative with their booking. And, you know, we just didn't want to be bound to, well, they've got to be from Jersey City or they've got to be from New Jersey. It's just really about getting a band that has a great sound and is fresh and new and exciting. Um, and, and Mary Timoney definitely has been in several bands and has been around, but X-Hex is still a, a new band. Yeah. They're still a fresh band, you know. Uh, and also in that band is Michelle May, who was in The Makeup, and I'm a big makeup fan, or at least the first couple records I love, and they were incredible live as well. So um, it's a little bit of a super group, if you will. Yeah, definitely. And interestingly, this will not be X-Hex's first time playing Jersey City, yeah, because correct. they did play Monty Hall that's right. in 2015, and it was incredible. Yeah, that's right. One of the first shows I went to at Monty Hall, one of the early yep. shows at the venue. So, and Toddaphonic Todd booked that. Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. Yes, he did. That's right. <laughs> so let's uh, let's play some songs by the Final Four acts on the bill for the Double Parked Festival. Let's start that set out with Bicky Do Down by Ice Balloons, their latest single released this year. It's a great song. And then we're also going to hear Hail Mary by Crazy in the Brains off of their November 2018 album, Into the Ugly. We'll squeeze in some Barry as well, Clover, from their brand new album, Happy to Be Here. And we'll wrap it up with a song from our headliners, X-Hex, Tough Enough, from their 2019 album, It's Real. Eric, you excited? Oh my God, so excited. All of these bands will be performing October 12th, 2019 the year of our lord (laughs) just kidding we don't believe in that (laughs) Um, at the intersection of jersey and newark avenue is where the 
Double Park Fest is happening. And it's free. It's free 99. Just bring money for beer and food. And records. And, yeah, and wax. Here it is. This is Bicky Doo Down by Ice Balloons. <laughs>
All right, we're back. We heard from four bands playing the festival. We heard Bicky Doo Down by Ice Balloons to kick off that set. Hail Mary by Crazy in the Brains. Clovers by Barry. And Tough Enough by XX. Eric, thank you for putting together the Double Parked Festival. And we're all super excited for it. I'm very, very excited for it. This great event that's happening right in my own backyard. Yeah, thanks for having me and uh, definitely excited for it as well. Um, Both uh, the Archer and Pet Shop, uh, both bars. This is something that's important to us. We're really excited to have these bands play. We want to make sure that this festival is a success and hopefully we can repeat it next year. Everyone come on out. It's free. So come. And if you like music, if you like having fun, (laughs) maybe you don't like having fun, then stay home. We don't want anything to do with you. But if actually, if you don't like having fun, why don't you give fun a chance? (laughs) Give fun a chance. Come to the (laughs) Double Parked Festival. Come hang out with me. I'll probably be drunk, so... You'll definitely have fun hanging out with me and I Eric. I will be running around like crazy, and hope, <laughs> hopefully somewhat a little drunk by the end of the day. Yeah, a little buzz, just so you can say, hey, we got to right. do this stuff type of thing. <laughs> but anyway, everyone, again, it's October 12th, intersection of Newark and Jersey Avenue, right outside of Pet Shop and the Archer in downtown Jersey City. We hope to see you all there. And now... The episode's main focus was to preview this festival, but usually when I have guests on the podcast, they pick records from my record collection, and you have a great history in the New York City music scene and beyond, so you're a very interesting person (laughs) in that regard. You owned and operated your own label for a decade. You've also... Uh, we're volunteer director at WFMU back in the wow. early 90s, right? A long time ago. And you uh, were the talent buyer at Brownies. I guess that's what they call it, right? Talent yeah. buyer. Yeah. <laughs> Booker type yeah. of thing. So I definitely wanted you to pick a couple of records so we could talk about them. Wow. All right. Well, first off, Tom, you have an awesome record collection. Totally awesome. Thanks, dude. Yes. Very jealous. Very jealous. Um Okay, so uh, I picked out two records that um, I think are both excellent, and we'll talk about the first one, which is Real Estate. Um, And I picked this one out specifically because they are a Jersey band that I was actually trying to get for Double Parked. Oh, that would have been crazy. I know. They're probably busy, though, right? Yeah, it just didn't work out timing-wise, but um, I would have been really proud to have those guys play. I think, you know, obviously they're pretty big, and they're from Jersey. I think they still live here. Is that right? So they're from Ridgewood. Martin Courtney, the main guy, lives slightly upstate you know okay the area where i think storm king is whatever they call that gotcha yep yeah so um anyway uh this album is excellent and it's funny because when this came out i kind of shrugged it off i really didn't um think it was anything special and then one day um a friend of mine played me this song green isles 
and I was like, this is incredible. So that's my pick. Uh, if we're gonna pick one song from each record, are we? Is that part of the? Yeah, one one each. Or if you want to pick another one, you can go ahead well, too. You could pick two. Uh, I don't want to overstay my welcome here, Tom. But you're I'm always welcome. <laughs> thank you. So uh, Green Isles by Real Estate is just a, a magnetic song. It's so dreamy and it's a perfect track. Uh, it's very summery. Very. So I know. Unfortunately, we are now uh, in fall. However... It's like 80 degrees out uh, Exactly. There. The global warming <laughs> is... Uh, we feel like it's a bit of an Indian summer now, so perhaps yeah. this song will hit the spot anyway. It's I think what, it will. Yeah. So it's supposed to be 90 degrees tomorrow, so... Beautiful. Cue this one up and, uh, and give it a spin. It's queued up. And then we have the Modern Lovers. That's right. Pick number two. Um, so I figured, you know, it'd be good to pick something old and something new. And, uh, this album, uh, is super, super important and special to me because it literally blew my mind when I first heard it when I was, I must've been 16 years old. I had never, ever heard a singer sing like Jonathan Richmond in such a, a unique and slightly monotone and a voice and also just be so hard on the sleeve confessional um and i think this record is back-to-back perfect and i know it's also actually i think it was assembled you know it wasn't actually released as an album i think it was all you know they never fully went in and recorded this as an album it's all you know um uh single cuts if you will but um this record really really deeply affected me when i was 16 and at the time when it came out I was literally considering getting this circle with the blue sort of triangle heart tattooed on my ankle. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, thankfully, I didn't get that tattoo. Um, however, <laughs> uh, fast forward however many years to this year now, and my niece uh, was going to, you know, she wanted to get a tattoo, her first tattoo. And she was like, um, will you come with me? I'm like, sure. And I was like, I'll, I'll get tattooed with you. And, you know, this is six months prior to her actual going. And then lo and behold, the day comes and I was like, man, I don't know what to get. I don't know what to get. Um, and I was telling her how I had told her how when I was 16, I was thinking about getting this tattoo, the Modern Lovers logo. And she's like, why don't you get that? And I was like, you know what? I think that's a great idea, actually. And you got it. <laughs> so I ended up getting the uh, white circle and the and the blue triangle heart tattooed on my uh, on my elbow there. Oh, very nice. Yeah. And where'd you get that work done? Uh, Jersey City Tattoo. Hey, right. Jersey City <laughs> Zone. So much Jersey City going on in this fucking episode, that's and right. we love it, people. That's right. We love it. <laughs> Hey, Eric with two great picks. And what song did you want to hear from The Modern Lovers? Oh, man. Uh, probably. Um, it's a tough one. I, I think I think I got to pick Pablo Picasso because that song, not only, not only, not only is it great, it just really, it kind of almost confused me when I heard it. I, yeah. It was very hard for me to understand that type of lyric writing and that type of imagery that wasn't, so uh i don't know forthright and 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 straightforward and uh i just think it, it's a brilliant track and uh obviously the music musicianship and the playing on is excellent you know you've got um you've got jerry harrison who went on to be in talking heads yeah and, and uh and and david robinson and and it's just a great record and uh and i'm, I'm really psyched to listen to it and uh, tom is this 
Is this a reprint? I'm just looking at this uh, this version. This looks pretty old. I mean, is yeah, it, no, it's old. It's an original, say. I believe. Yeah. Wow, that's really cool. This might be worth a nickel. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe a couple nickels. You, you might have got you might have got something that's worth a buck. So there we All go. Right. We got real estate and modern lovers. But before we end the program with those two songs, hey everyone, we hope to see you at the Double Parked Festival. The first ever Double Park Street Festival. It's happening on October 12th, Saturday, October 12th from 12 p.m. to 9 p.m. Shit, so many bands playing, and we played every single one of them on this show today. Sean Kylie, The Lo-Fi's Glazer, Baby Shakes, Barry, Ice Balloons, Crazy in the Brains, Headliners XX, DJ Sets by Toddophonic, Todd and Sound in Color, Food, beer, mixed drinks, fun. It's going to be off the chain. Off the chain. And, and off we the hope hook. to see you there. And while you're dreaming about the Double Park Fest, we'll send you off with Real Estate Green Isles, followed by Pablo Picasso by the Modern Lovers. Eric, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me, Tom. Your podcast rules. I really appreciate it. And thanks for promoting the festival. Anytime. We'll see everyone at the Double Park Festival on October 12th at the intersection of Jersey and Newark Avs in downtown Jersey City.
listen to Pablo Picasso He could walk down your street Girls could not resist the stare And so Pablo Picasso was never called an asshole Called 